Welcome everybody to the MP Students Podcast. Our hope for this podcast is however you're listening to this, that this would be a helpful way for you to live a better life and grow in your faith with Jesus. Now, sometimes on this podcast, we will take Sunday's message further. You know, sometimes I can talk for hours about a specific content that our communicators can't totally fit in 25 minutes. So that's why we may be here or there may be just a random topic we need to discuss or a random event that happens in the world that if we feel like it could help us grow in our life and grow in our faith, we're going to talk about that as well. And I couldn't be more excited for what we're talking about today. But before we get there, I would love to introduce who's joining us on the podcast today. First and foremost, we have Bailey Cox, who is a sophomore at Liberty hill right yeah yeah and then we've got brayden dawes i almost called you brayden cox because you have a brother <laughs> named brayden cox I do, yeah. you are brayden dawes what's, senior at vista what's interesting about that is that his mom's name is also amber that's so wild. it's kind of and then me and taylor's name is baylor and that's the other brother that's weird. so it's Whoa. just kind of it's really that's weird. Really weird that's weird. yeah there's a weird uh, little connection that's there. awesome yeah. awesome bailey you want to introduce yourself a little bit more yeah for sure yeah sophomore at liberty hill um, I've been coming to North Point for like 10, 11 years. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. So you started in Wamba. Maybe? I guess. I, yeah, yeah. I, my earliest memory is um, Upstreet. But cool. I do remember what Wamba looked like back then. So maybe, maybe I did. I don't remember. <laughs> I assume so. That's awesome. That's yeah. cool. Well, thank you for being here today. It's yeah. really cool. Like, I remember when you were in transit. Yep. And, you know, I was transit director at the time. And it was just so cool. Like, eighth grade Bailey, seventh grade Bailey, I think oh, is when I first met you. what a fun stage. <laughs> and then eighth grade <laughs> Bailey. And now you're a sophomore. So oh, it's so yeah. cool to have you here. Brayden, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? I'm Brayden. I'm a senior at Vista Ridge High School. I play basketball, and I've been coming to North Point since I was in ninth grade. Yeah. I was invited by Jackson and yeah. Archer, and I've been coming ever since. That's cool. That's cool. Hey, we still have not played a one-on-one game yet, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I feel like it needs to happen pretty soon because you talk a big game. This is just what you do. You, I mean, you say you're good at basketball, and I think I'm pretty good at basketball. I don't yeah. know. Bailey, who do you think you would win? Wow, what a fun question. <laughs> Put her uh, on the spot. Yeah, really. I, I think I would if we were, if we were <laughs> yeah. all playing. If we were playing a game right. of 21. If we, if we were all playing, I, I do think I would. Okay, well, yeah. that's that's bold to say, but yeah. Accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for real for joining us today. Since it is our first podcast of 2021, I was wondering if you guys had any like resolutions, goals, words you guys are focusing on this year, or just things or high hopes that you have for the year 2021. What would you guys say? Just to grow in a relationship with God, like a stronger relationship with God, and to also just trust Him and my dreams and my goals, and just let Him like know that He has a plan for me, and that it'll like the right, it'll happen at the right time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think I think that kind of um, touches on mine a little bit too. It's just I think the biggest thing that 2020 taught me was I don't have control over everything in my yeah. life, which is really hard for me. And so I think just focusing this year on. Um, being okay with not knowing yeah. and um, just kind of going with it and finding the good parts and not just focusing on all the bad things that are happening right now. And I think that that's what's probably going to help me the most. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really love all that. I think I'm with you a little bit, Bailey. Yeah. Like the thing that 2020 taught me the most, and maybe this is because I'm an Enneagram 8, and the right. one thing I desire most is control. Right. And so yep. as soon as quarantine <laughs> happened, like last March, we're coming up on a year. That's great. Dude, that's yeah, weird that's so to think weird. about for a second. Yeah. But we're coming up a year on that, and as soon as that happened, I was like, man, I don't really have control right now right. over my circumstances, over even really what I want to do. Like, so when the gym shut down, I was like, whoa, like I can't control my schedule that way. And I can't control, you know, if I'm going into work and what work is going to look like and all that stuff. And right. I know you guys felt that too with school. And so it's kind of crazy to like think back, man, that 
feels like five years ago when this started. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now that we're coming up on a year at a, a year on it, like I think it's really cool to just think about like, hey, what have you guys learned and what have you guys um, thought about? But I think I have high hopes that 2021 is going to be great. It's going to yeah. be a new year and it's going to be <laughs> awesome. So um, we started uh, this year at Inside Out starting with a two-part series all around decision-making and the kind of the pressures that come with making some of the harder decisions in high school. Because I know we can go through a list of all the hard decisions we have to make. Should I do homework? Should I study? Right? right. Those are those feel like hard, you know, uh, decisions for us. <laughs> yeah. But, like, a lot of times yeah. we're like, we should probably just do that. Um, but I know, Brayden, you know, you're in your senior year. You're like, well, so where should I go to school? Like, that's a big decision. Or what should happen with me after high school? And for Bailey, for you, it's like online school. Like, should I just log into my Zoom? Should I do all the things that I need to do? Right? Yeah, answer there's usually no. <laughs> yeah, right? So um, one of the big things that we've been saying over the series is that the decisions we make determine the direction and quality of our life, right? One of the big things that I've been trying to hit over the series is if we make one small decision, good or bad, right? I'm not saying that affects our life totally, but what it does is it leads us on a path to make that decision over and over and over again. So I use the McDonald's example of like, well, one McDonald's trip hurt me. No, probably not. But what will it will do is it will start leading me on a path that takes me away from what I really desire most in life and that's healthiness and that's waking up on time because McDonald's makes me oversleep and doesn't feel good <laughs> in the morning go to the gym all that stuff yeah. so week one what we talked about is our ultimate versus our immediate so I think for all of us and everybody listening or watching online I think all of us have ultimate goals that we want in life rarely we think about it and it's really hard to think about in high school of hey what do we want for our 20s what do we want for our 30s 40s right. and are we making decisions today that helps us get to where we want to be later down in life and a lot of times sometimes when we pause and ask ourselves that question we're like okay well I'm trading my ultimate for my immediate so that McDonald's example of if, if my ultimate is being ha uh, you know healthy and happy and mm -hmm. you know all that stuff but I eat one McDonald's well it sets me on a path and I'm trading that you know immediate if I don't feel like doing something then I'll just go to the drive-thru get some nugs get a Big Mac do whatever I need to do um, and it just it's in that moment what I did is I traded my ultimate for immediate so that's what we talked about in week one and then week two I just call this the best decision yet the best decision that we could possibly make is when we're overwhelmed by our decisions God wants to give us direction right so a lot of times we feel this pressure when we're wrestling with indecision we feel this pressure to either make a decision not want to deal with a decision not you know be worried about making the right decision whatever it may be um, um, and when all when we feel that unspoken pressure of making a good decision, um, God wants to give us direction, right? He has great plans for our life, and he just wants to give us that clarity in life. So when we invite him into our decision-making process, it helps give us peace, helps give us direction for the right um, for the right decisions to make in our life. So that's a little bit of a recap. And if you missed, if you're listening today and you missed those two weeks of Inside Out or you didn't tune in, like we have our live stream available. Um, we have those messages available on our YouTube. So feel free to tag along or listen back to those messages. But I want to hear from you guys first and maybe Bailey and then Brady. We'll go that order. Um, why do you personally believe some decisions turn into habits and have there been anything personally or has there been any decisions you have made that turn into habits in your life? Yeah, I think... Well, so thinking about this question, for me, I think that all of my habits I have in my life right now I've had for a while, and I think that's because I'm awful with change. That's mm -hmm. just something that I've found about myself um, more recently, just this past year, um, just how uncomfortable that makes me. And so when it comes to my decisions and the things that I do, and like you were saying, like you just do it once, and then if you're if you if it creates happiness, like that feeling of like joy, or like, oh, this was fun, or this was good, or I feel secure in this, or I feel confident in this, and you're probably going to do it again. Mm -hmm. And so I think that once you start 
doing it more and more. And then for me, I get stuck in that, like, oh, I don't want to change that because I've been doing it and that's what I know and that's what I'm comfortable with. And so that's just why I tend to um, just kind of stick with that. Yeah. Has there anything been anything personally to you, though? Like, has there been a story where, like, this has been a habit in my life, both good or bad? Like, this is something that I perpetually I do over and over and over again. Yeah. It was a decision a long time ago, but since we're not so good with change. Right. Has there been something like that for you? Yeah, I think... um, just kind of a bad example is um, just school. Like yeah. I'm just so bad at school right now. I don't have a lot of motivation. And so with that, I will like, I'll push my assignments off until like later in the day or sometimes like, oh, like I'll just finish that tomorrow and like take the 10 points off. Like I just can't do it right yeah. now. And like when you start doing that, that becomes such a, that becomes a really bad habit of like, oh, well, like it's not even, it feels, it doesn't feel real this year. Like school this year just doesn't, to me, just doesn't feel real. And so I'm like, oh, like it's not, it's not a big deal. Like it's just COVID school right now. So I can just put it off and put it off. And that just has become such a big habit for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I was telling you before the podcast, like, so when I was in (laughs) high school and this is not going to be shocked to anybody, I was not the best student. (laughs) Like I was not, but like what I did in high school, that was a one-time decision that turned into a habit was like, I was the kid in class that like would fall asleep that got used to like cheating off other people. I was that, I was that person. And in the moment I was like, ah, oh, I just, I'm not feeling it today. I had a hard workout or baseball was tough or whatever it may be. So I'm just going to pass out during this class. Right. But I was like, my body got so used to it that like every single day at like 1 PM during, you know, science class, I would be like, science. wait, it's time for me to go to sleep right now. <laughs> like it is nap time and I'm a senior in high school. And so that's, that's one of those things where I made that one decision. Right. And then just over and over my body was just like naturally like oh my god you're tired now so like you got to go to sleep and that's what I did and now I'm here so (laughs) Brayden what would you say man I feel like when you make when you have like a decision to make and you make like say for me like going to the gym and I'm like "Eh, I don't need to go today it's easy for you to make that decision again and that becomes a habit like it's like a domino effect it just it's easier to make that decision every time and so like that's the story for me it's like sometimes when I have practice um, I try to go work out after practice also, but then I, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm too tired and I make the decision to not go work out again. And mm-hmm. then it's just like easier for me to not go back and work out again. Cause it's like, it's a habit now. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's, it's funny. Like we get addicted so fast to like either good or bad things for us. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, let's say we don't go to practice one day and we trade that for like, okay, we're going to play PS five instead or whatever it may be. Right. Well, it's like, man, during that time, we're like, man, I, I am so addicted to PS five now. So that's where my direction is going. That's where my, like, you know, my mind is going now. Now it takes a long time. It's not like playing PS five versus the gym is like the worst decision you could ever make. But what it does, is it kind of trains your mind it trains your decision making process where you're like I actually like this more now so now when you're like okay I really need to go back to the gym it's going to be a lot harder to get back there um, than it would be if you just made that decision one time and that's kind of the hard thing about decisions turning into habits Um, in week one I was talking about this a little bit earlier I talked about our ultimate goals like our life goals like what do we want for our life in our 20s 30s 40s um, and beyond and so I know that's a really hard question to ask two high schoolers and, and that's even a hard question to even ask yeah. myself like hey man I, I was actually asked this last night hey man what do you want for your life in the next five years and I was like I don't know dude <laughs> like that yeah. is really hard to think about uh, yeah. um and so for you guys I'm just curious and this could be for anything like this could right. be sports related this could be school related this could be college whatever it may be what do you guys feel like is an ultimate goal that you guys have and how do you guys stay disciplined how do you guys stay like disciplined to that yeah oh, oh. no you're good go for it okay so for me 
my ultimate is just a beautiful relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. And I, ju- I just love being close to him and just being in his presence because I feel like no matter what's going on in the world, I just don't feel alone. And I feel like I'm with him. But there's been immediate decisions where I just, it causes me to not feel as close to him. And then I just stress out and worry. And mm-hmm. it just makes me sometimes not be, just be in bad moods really. And it's just like my ultimate is to be as close to him when, when I'm not, it just makes me do other decisions that I know I'm just not good, like that, that, that aren't good. Yeah, well dude, that's that's the hard thing. I think, you know, uh, for any Christian that, that that would be what they would say is like, hey, I want an ultimate love relationship with Jesus. Um, and a lot of times when we make, when we trade that for immediate satisfaction or immediate decisions that we make, a lot of times our view of what God thinks about us changes with that as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't read my Bible in a long time. I haven't gone to Inside Out. I haven't gone to church in a long time. And a lot of times when that happens and we keep making that decision that turns into a habit and we're trading that, we're like, oh, God must think differently about me because I'm not pursuing that ultimate love relationship with him. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Like God's view of us never changes. Like he loves us. We're fearfully and wonderfully made in his image and he sent Jesus for us. And so I, and I totally get that pressure. I totally get that. Like, man, does God view me differently because I'm not going to pursue that? Um, and that couldn't be further for, from the truth. But that's like really interesting. Like some of the immediate things that we train or we trade for that. Bailey, what would you say? Yeah, I, for me, it's a hard question. Mm-hmm. I know that, you know, I'm not uh, going to college for basketball. Or, <laughs> you know, I mean, I could. Don't get me wrong. You know, I'm just not. I'm this not is just my second, basketball okay, skills. We've been, doing, to. Yeah, we've been doing this podcast for 10 minutes now. This is the second time that you've thrown out basketball. It's like, okay. <laughs> we, okay. we have to play. Now. We have to play. Have to. People see this. Okay, if I actually, I can't play basketball. I can play football. Okay. That is my thing. I can throw a football. I will admit. Okay. Yeah, that's about, I can't do any other sport. but I can throw a football cool yeah I um no I would say that um for me just right now I've never really like I said I've never really been into sports I um I don't have something right now I feel like I'm just like really trying to pursue like which is kind of hard for me because I don't know like what I want to do I don't know what I'm kind of like I'm still trying to find like what I want to work towards Mm -hmm. and so I think for me right now the biggest thing is school like that's the biggest thing in my life right now that I have to like tell myself like oh like you need to do this or like you need to put effort into this or put time into this and I think that regardless of what I want to do after high school because I genuinely have no idea um I need to set myself up well for that by like doing school and I think some of the things that gets in the way of that whether that's like friends or TikTok or just like little (laughs) things in the moment where it's like oh I could so just skip out on this assignment and just go hang out with my best friend or I can so just watch TikTok for like an hour and just not do my homework yeah that's that's got to be one of the hardest things right now for any student like um not even there's an accountability aspect going to a physical building and you know your teachers in the room and like other classmates are there and you have a schedule for the day and like so i don't know if this is the same for vista and liberty hill but i know for you like you get your assignments posted and you just yeah. have to finish them by midnight. Yeah. Um, and I, I know you have like set classes too, but like, it's very much like a, Hey, just get, get all your stuff get done by done. midnight. Yeah. Um, where for me as a student, I feel like I would be very bad at that because yeah. it's like almost that accountability piece is gone. Yeah. So I, I completely understand that. And there are a million things that can distract us. Yeah. Um, and we can trade that ultimate for immediate, um, in those moments. But yeah, I totally understand that. 
I want to know. So what I talked about um, this past Sunday is I talked about when we're trying, when we're wrestling with indecision, when we don't know what the right decision to make, or we don't know if this is the best and healthiest thing for us. Um, we usually go to people for advice. Like that's got you know we we have our group of people, we have our friends, we have our parents, whoever it may be, um, to help like decipher is this the best thing for us. Um, and I'm just curious for you guys. It, it could be the same people, it could be different people, but like who do you t- usually go to for um, um, wise advice in your life? Yeah, I think more recently, I found when I was um, younger, and I think kind of like last year, um, it really changed for me, but I would always go to like a small group leader or someone older than me. And I think that that's great. And in some situations, I think that's the best thing you can do. But more recently, I have found myself going to my closest friends. And I think I started doing that just after um, kind of reaching another like level of friendship with some of the people I have in my life now where I feel like I can go to them with anything and they'll sit on the other side of me and tell me um, if I'm doing something really bad or like if I, they'll tell me what I need to hear, I think. And um, that's been really helpful for me. I think it's like they're in my stage of life. They um, have probably gone through something similar that I'm going through. And so part of the time I do think I I tend to first turn to my best friends. And then I also think that kind of for those bigger things, um, just parents, um, small group leaders, just someone older that uh, can speak a little bit more wisdom into that. Yeah. It's really cool to like hear that, especially with the friends aspect, like, surround yourself with people who tell you what you need to hear right. rather than what you want to hear. Right. Like even if you have people in your life who tell you what you want to hear, it doesn't mean that they're a bad friend, but it really does take a wise person to be objective and speak truth into your life, especially yeah. if they're the same age as you right. and be like, Bailey, Hey, like I'm going to just tell you what it is. And I'm going to just, I'm going to yeah. say like, Hey, this is not wise for you. Or it is like, you know, right. those types of things. And so. I, I think it's, it might be uncomfortable in the moment or you might feel mean like, Oh, I'm being a bad friend if I don't tell them what they want to hear. But I think that ultimately that's probably, one of the most loving things you can do for them mm-hmm. in the moment is just like hey honestly like on the other side of you like this is what it looks like or like yeah. this is what I'm thinking right now and um I love you and I support you but I just like want to help you and yeah. so if this is if that's what it takes to help them I think that that's what yeah you have to I do think sometimes. it yeah I think it's super unique that you just said that too it's actually one of the most loving things to yeah. do to another person is to tell them the truth sometimes yeah um and sometimes we feel like it's the loving thing to do to not do that protect their, their feelings protect their and, feelings right, and all that right. stuff but if if you have a friend in your life who you know they're not making the healthiest decisions you know um they might be going down a bad path they might be trading their ultimate for immediate whatever it may be one of the most loving things uh to do is actually to be like hey like this may not be the best for you and me as your friend who loves you like i feel like the need to tell you that um and i think that's a big misconception a lot of times it's like oh the loving thing to do is just to not talk about it the loving thing to do is just to be like hey i support you in whatever decision you're making um but maybe the loving thing to do is actually to do the opposite and tell the truth. Right. I, I think that's super wise. Um, Brayden, what would you say, man? I try to go to my dad mostly because he's been a really big part of, like, my walk with Christ. And just he's helped me grow closer to God yeah. and also grow in, like, being a leader and a man. And so whenever I'm stuck with, like, a decision or something like that, I always want to let him in and, like, try to get help from him just because I know if he's, he's gone through some of the similar things that I've gone through. And so just to have like a role model that's older than you and he's also my dad just helps a lot yeah. for me. Yeah, it's it's unique um, the role of a parent especially during high school. 
Um, I know for me personally, I was very bad at going to my parents for advice. <laughs> I was very much like yeah. I shut them out. I, you know, I was, I felt this need to like handle my business my way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's super unique to have a relationship with your parents or your legal guardian, whoever it may be that can speak truth into your life because they've walked in your shoes before, whatever it may be, whatever emotion you're feeling, whatever, um, you know, whatever situation you're going through, odds are your parents have possibly gone through that before. And so getting their objective advice of like, hey, here's what I'm going through. Like, here's the decision that I'm wrestling with. Here's this indecision that I'm facing and I'm feeling this pressure. So what would you have me do, right? Mm-hmm. What would be the right thing for me to do um, in here and, and, and deciphering like, is that the best decision for you is really good. Yeah, and sometimes I think it's even good too with that to um, have them tell you like that you get kind of reassurance, I think, in s- some situations where um, if you're, like, struggling with something to do or you're struggling with a decision or maybe you just can't decide, I think it's really good to have someone on the other side of you, like, hey, like, I support you, like, no matter what you do or, like, I love mm. you no matter what you do. And I think that sometimes going to a parent or someone close to you that you trust can really help you in that. And yeah. I think that even that just makes whatever choice or whatever thing you're struggling with feel a lot lighter just yeah. because you know that you're going to have someone there with you. Yeah. I know for me too, I we're kind of going off track of questions. That's fine. Though. <laughs> um, I know for me too, when I'm wrestling with like a lot of indecision and yeah. I have a really big decision in my life that I feel like if I go one way and I can't see the future, um, beyond that decision or beyond that yes or beyond that no um, or I can make the complete opposite decision and go the other way right. what really helps me is the support system like even if I just grab somebody's ear for a second and I can just talk about everything I'm right. wrestling with um, that helps me be at least like people can understand me a little bit more but um, the support system in my life knowing that I have people in my life that love me unconditionally so that regardless to what you were saying like regardless of what decision I end up making um, they support me no matter what I know it was not an easy conversation for me to be like, mom, dad, I think I want to go full time in ministry Um, because my parents like they, you know, they had some rough relationships with the church and my sister doesn't engage in church. And so it was like one of those things where it's like, hey, I'm coming home from school and I think I want to go full time in ministry. Um, And I just was trying to put myself in there. She's like what <laughs> like what you are <laughs> but um yeah. their grace in that conversation their ability to just have that conversation with me and just be like you know hey is that what you want is that your ultimate is that what you want right. to do um and go work very hard to go make that a reality and so and just having that support system so my advice for all of you guys out there is like i'm sure you have that support system out there so very really like identifying that and it's the people who tell you what you need to hear it's the people who will love you unconditionally um with the decisions that you're making i think that's really um helpful i want to hear from you guys um you know it's common to make a bad decision and you know bad could be detrimental bad could be just i overslept you know it could be some of those things where it's like that's where we like you know bad can be a little bit of a hard definition to kind of define but i just want to hear from you guys in terms of like hey there could be decisions you've made in your life that feel like super detrimental like i can't believe i did that i feel i feel regret because i did that whatever it may be um or it could just be like hey i'm i I did this one thing and now it's over and over and over and again i feel like i just can't stop doing it but i know that's not where where i want to go in life i just want to hear from you guys as high schoolers how do you guys get back on track like how do you guys like you know um for lack of a better term shake it off a little bit and (laughs) get back on track um after a bad decision yeah I think um I I so I struggle a lot with um kind of like 
embarrassment and mm-hmm. like kind of like guilt, um, especially over bad decisions. And so for me, it's like every time that I um, did something and I was like, oh, I know that was bad. Or I found out later, like, oh, that was not a good choice, which we've all had many, but I feel <laughs> like I've had many. But um, I just was always struggling with like, oh, other people know, like that's so embarrassing and mm-hmm. that's all I could think about. And it's all that I could focus on. And I think what's kind of helped me through that a little bit is I've had to remind myself, well, first of all, like nobody's perfect. Just quick Hannah Montana moment. Like, no, <laughs> but nobody's perfect. But then also just a little deeper than that, just um, that if I look at every bad decision that I've made in my life, I don't think I would change any of them. Mm-hmm. I think that we will do our, we'll make choices and they'll be good or they'll be bad. And I think regardless of what happened or regardless of like how big it was, like you learn something, whether it was mm-hmm. good or bad. But I think specifically bad ones, it's like you, you'll do it you might get consequences for it and then you learn and you either you might do it again or it's like kind of like a negative like reinforcement like you just kind of have to take the consequences and then you'll learn not to do it yeah but I also think it just kind of makes you it just makes you better I think it's like a little bit of like um character just like build on character you know just you you learn from it and um I don't think looking back I would change any of the choices I made just because that's what kind of got me to where I am there is a healthy guilt um associated sometimes with the bad decisions we made sometimes you know like sometimes we can take guilt to another level and Mm -hmm. like wrap our identity and all the bad decisions that we've ever made but if I eat a patty melt which I did the other night um (laughs) if I eat a patty melt um there's a healthy guilt in terms of like did I need to spend that ten dollars um did I I don't feel well about myself this is probably not the feeling I want to feel but in the moment oh my gosh the (laughs) water burger patty melt side of cream and pepper sauce one of the best things ever created but I'm gonna pause on that um you know, it's some of those things where there's a healthy guilt sometimes in the bad decisions we make, yeah. right? So when we do something we probably know we shouldn't have done, right? Said something to someone, texted someone, re- reacted in the moment, whatever it may be, um, whatever that bad decision is, there's a healthy guilt that's like, ah, there's something, ten- there's that tension right. where it's like, I probably shouldn't have done that. I probably should have waited. I probably should have invited God into my decision-making process. I probably should have been like, was that the right and healthiest decision for me? So sometimes, like, that is where health kicks in, where the unhealth of guilt kicks in is well now i'm defined by the decisions i made now i'm just like i am blank i am the person who oversleeps i am well i'm just i eat all the patty melts so now i'm just gonna go do that because that's who i am and that's what i identify as and so a lot of times that's where the unhealth of guilt kind of gets in brain what would you say for me it's just going to god in prayer and just talking to him because we're all sinners and we all fall short of the glory of god and but he's so rich in mercy and like forgives us like all the time and every time. And for me, just talking to him and just getting that peace in my heart that helps me get back on track and just doesn't, it helps me know that I'm not defined by my mistakes Mm -hmm. and helps me like move on and leave it in the past and just go towards the path that God has laid out for me. Yeah. One of my favorite verses is Romans 5, 8, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Right. And so I I don't know what bad decision we're all making. Right. (laughs) But a lot of times when we make a decision and it's defined as sin, um, what's very comforting to me is to know, 
Um, not to justify my sin, not to say, hey, well, it doesn't matter because God already died for that. You know, Jesus already died for that, and God loves me regardless. And what it is to almost repent and to be like, I'm going to go 180 degrees because I know what Jesus has done for me. So now to glorify him, I'm going to live in a way that respects him, to live in a way that honors him. Um, but to know that I'm already forgiven for my past, present, and future sins, not to justify what I do, but to say, okay, because Christ died for my sins, I'm able to live in a way that glorifies him. Um, I think that um, helps me a lot. And that actually leads us into our next question. How do we invite God into our decision-making process? Because I know for people who are tuning in, for whoever's watching, um, we all have different walks of life. We all have different backgrounds and we all have different ways we relate to God. Um, Some of us who may be listening don't even believe that God is real. So for us, like, what would be some baby steps? What would be some things that we could do to trust God in our decision-making process? Yeah, I think I think for me, well, just one of the one of my biggest obstacles in that is I think the best way I can describe it is like a little bit of a pride thing where mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, like I like I'm okay, like I can handle it on my own, like I um, I'm independent. I need to prove that I can show people I can do it on my own, and I think that that's where I have to really just be hard on myself and just like, hey, like, no, actually you can't do it on your own. Mm -hmm. So you really need to break down those walls and just like let God in and um, pray about it and um, just, and that's how it is with getting advice from people too. It's just like really breaking down those walls to let people in because that's the biggest thing I struggle with. It's like, hey, like I'm struggling with this and I need help. And I think whether that's with people in your life or just with praying and talking with God, I think that um, that's where I struggle most. And I think baby steps to kind of um, help that is um, just kind of like, I kind of open with that, which sounds kind of weird, but like when I'm praying, if I'm just really struggling with something, I'm like, hey, like, this is hard for me to admit, but I'm just not doing good. Or like, I'm just really struggling with this and I, um, I don't know what to do. And just kind of like, saying it out loud just to kind of like help like remind myself to like hey like you don't know everything you Mm -hmm. aren't going to be the only person that helps yourself like you need to let other people in you need to let god in and like that is ultimately how you're gonna grow and get through this is just by um letting god in so i just have to like kind of say it and um just kind of tell myself like hey you're being really dumb right now just let god in like it's that (laughs) it's that simple and he's made it that simple for us too just like just you can just pray and you can yeah. just talk and you don't even have to have your filter up because it doesn't matter what you say he's still gonna love you and I think yeah. that that's probably the biggest thing that helps me I, what helps me a lot too is to know that he's not shocked by anything right. I'm wrestling yeah with. It's so he, weird he so empathizes crazy. with my weaknesses he yeah. knows exactly the yeah. indecision the pressure that I'm feeling and so to know that he wants to give me clarity mm-hmm. he wants to give me direction in my life I think is so much more helpful at least in my ability to just go to him right. um you know knowing that like hey God wants the best for me <laughs> like yeah. you know that is the best for me is what God has for me so it's like just even having that awareness having that knowledge makes it so much easier to just go to him mm-hmm. um Braden, would you say anything different than what you said before about prayer no I was just gonna just say the same thing about prayer yeah. just like and also prayer and also just inviting him into your heart and inviting him into your situation because it's hard for people to go through stuff by themselves but when you have God it's just like I mean you have the creator of the universe on your side Mm -hmm. and so when you invite him into your situation who like you said like knows your mistakes knows like what you struggle with it's just like 
you have nothing to worry about. Yeah. One of the things that I said this past Sunday um, in terms of just taking baby steps to trust in God is, mm-hmm. um, you know, if I can trust that God created me, he knit me together in my mother's womb. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. If he created me, um, what I can trust is, you know, I say like, hey, he created you. And because he created you, he loves you more than words can express. You know, if someone, you know, a picture you like you're working so hard on something like let's say you're an artist and you work so hard on a painting like you're going to have bias to that painting. You're going to love that painting a lot because you put you did the time you worked um, to make that painting as great as it could possibly be. And because God created you, he loves you more than words can express. And because he loves you more than words can express, he knows you better than anybody in the world. So I think it's very wise to go to people um, who will tell you what uh, what you need to hear. Um, I think it's very wise to go to people but I just think people sometimes are imperfect so sometimes we can give imperfect advice uh, even myself I'll include me into the, into this I'd like to think I give good advice and help people and you know make wise decisions and all that stuff but I only I can only give you so much advice because I only know you so much um, the God of the universe knows you better than anybody in the entire world and because he knows you better than anyone in the world he has your best interest in mind and sometimes when we're overwhelmed by our indecision God wants to give us um, direction and so that's what's super helpful to me is like knowing all those things um i know god wants good things for my life and so if i go to him it helps him give clarity um, and direction to whatever decision i'm making um guys this has been enlightening this has been really awesome just to talk to you guys do you guys have any other thoughts about decision making process any advice that you guys would give to anybody yeah i think just i mean i feel like we we said a lot we kind of touched on a lot (laughs) yeah yeah we did i think um yeah just not letting yourself get wrapped up. The biggest thing I struggle with is just um, guilt and shame and bad decisions. Is mm-hmm. that I just I turn that into um, people are going to see me as this choice. People are going to um, talk about me because I did this, and mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing that gets um, in my way when it comes to choices. I'm also very indecisive, and so I think when I'm able to just kind of break down my walls of oh I can do it on my own. I don't need anyone. Like I got it. Like I'm strong. Like I'm tough. Like I don't need yeah. anyone to help me. You know. Yeah. When I can kind of um, break that down then I'm able to normally get the best result of just like I let God in or I let people in my life in and um, I was able to get the get the best out of that yeah I like what you said about guilt and shame too guilt says I did something bad shame says I am bad right and I just think like a lot of times when we make the same bad decision over and over and over again we wrap our identity in that and we just feel this overwhelming uh, immense shame that's like I am bad because of the bad decisions that I'm making it but when you place your trust in Jesus you are redeemed you are forgiven you are loved more in that moment than um than ever before and so i i just think like when we wrap ourselves in that identity of like i'm just constantly making bad decisions so i am bad um that is not what god wants for your life so i'm, I'm really glad that you said that brain what would you say i would say like you're not your decisions that you've made and you're not your failures you're not your success you are a child of god mm-hmm. and you are loved by god and just don't let the enemy tell you anything any different yep i love that he's going to try to creep in too that means the enemy will tell you lie after lie after lie about yourself he will try to make shame at the forefront of your mind especially after you know a series of bad decisions that you've made and i love what you said you're not the decision you made you are a child of god you are loved by him um more than anything in the entire world so guys thank you guys so much for joining us on our podcast today thank you guys so much for listening or tuning in and watching on youtube or wherever you guys are listening to this um today don't forget to subscribe to the mp students podcast we'll see you again